Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Happy Red Wednesday. Happy Parade Wednesday. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, lots going on in the world today. Does that cover it or are, are there more things today? Because it feels like there should be like 12 or 13 things to Ash Wednesday. Uh, did you mention Ash Wednesday? Oh, that's right. I did not. Okay. Yeah. So there's another one. <laughs> we could just keep going and going. Oh, man. Yeah. What a day. And what an absolutely perfect day per- for a parade. Uh, 59 degrees is what we're going to have at rally time. Rally is expected to be around 1245. Uh, Parade kicks off at 11. Rally takes about an hour and 45 minutes to get to the rally point. About 59 degrees is what we will have and sunny in mid-February. I mean, it could not be a better day for this. Um, Text line, you're already at this, so you already kind of know how this goes. But 913-586-7798. This is going to be kind of a weird day around here because... Um, and I don't have a better way to put it. all the other ones. It's going to be, uh, so we'll have extra traffic reports because we know that, um, I, my assumption is that if you are going to the parade, you're probably already down there. But as you start to leave or move around, or if you're just having a regular day in the world and trying to get about, about the world, we'll have extra traffic reports today. We also are relying on you to let us know how long the line is at the porta potties if you would like to tell us and where they are towing cars because we understand that is already happening as well yeah not a surprise because unfortunately people will not listen to the warnings and you heard it reiterated this morning just a few minutes ago on kansas city's morning news about do not park on the interstate that's one of those things you think you wouldn't have to say and yet, it's it's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. People are going to park illegally, and you're going to find yourself with nothing to drive home in. The pictures that I'm seeing online are of people not parking on the interstate. Good for you. But they are parking in the grassy areas off the interstate. We weren't specific in saying you can't do that, but you can't do that either. And they're they're towing those already this morning. So get ready for it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we we all knew this, right? We all knew parking was going to be at a premium. We all knew, and we've been saying for a week now. Yes, there's going to be all kinds of public transportation. There's going to be shuttles. You can use the streetcar to some degree, and yet <laughs> it just doesn't seem to make any difference. All right, so we will. Um we're kind of weaving our way in and out of how things are going down there. We will talk about the announcement yesterday about the new Kauffman Stadium because I have to apologize and eat some words that I said yesterday because I was horribly wrong about something. And we'll talk about that coming up in a little bit. But the excitement is going on downtown. And I believe Dan Weinbaum has called us up uh, from the middle of the action. Hey, Dan. 
Hey, y'all. How about we have a parade? What I, do you say? How about it? I heard some woo already going on behind you. Get, get, set the scene oh. for us a little bit. How's everything going down there? There is a lot of woo-hooing going on down here on Grand. I am here at 12th and Grand, which uh, I choose as my typical spot for these parades. You know, we do it so routinely now. Uh, and I am here with several thousands of my friends and Chiefs fans right near uh, the, the, the T-Mobile Center, and everyone's having a great time. A lot of balls being thrown across, footballs being tossed back and forth. The police are walking up and down the street, engaging with folks and also throwing and pitching uh, balls and footballs to everybody. Everyone's Dan. in a good mood, good cheer. The sun is out. Chiefs have won another Super Bowl. We're having a good time. Sorry, Dan, um, I know you come for, I don't know if you came into the station first, but I know we know you live in the West Bottoms. What was your trek like to get over there? Well, uh, I got up, put on my gear, walked out the door, walked up 12th Street, and that's a little bit of a hike, and popped out right here at 12th and Grand. So you walked, though. I mean, there was no other effort other than to walk. Okay. Have you, at this point, Dan Weinbaum, seen any horses no, I have not seen any horses yet. Have y'all Good. seen any horses? No, no, oh. just wondering. I mean, we had the one last year, so oh, d- did you hear something behind you? Yeah, they, my friends here say they, they, they saw some horses. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were coming down the street. Yeah, yeah, look at that. But nothing nothing wild and crazy like the back in 2020. Okay, good, so, good. Not yet. Not yet. Cool. Um, are you planning to be down there for the day? Uh, you know, I think I'm going to be here for the parade. And once everyone passes by, I'll probably walk back out and then come down to the station. Tell us a little bit about what you're seeing in terms of where people are parking. How how thick is the non-parade route with cars just off to the side of the road? Are there still places where you're seeing people pull in? Or has the crowd essentially arrived already? Well, from my where, where I came up, through my route, uh, there were, the, the roads were pretty clear. Uh, It started to get a little thicker as we got closer to uh, downtown and Grand. And I noticed in some of the lots, there were still some spots left. Um, I'm looking across the street, and there's a lot here at 12th and Grand. There's still plenty of spots available there. I'm not sure who gets to park there or or doesn't. But, um, I mean, as far as parking and getting here, there are thousands upon thousands of people here, several scores of thousands already. So they've already figured out how to get here where to park, either come in by a bus or walk in. I think they know how to do it. What kind of setups have you seen? I saw pictures this morning of people treating this like a tailgate. I saw couches set up. I saw like (laughs) mini living rooms set up on the parade route. Have you seen any of that? I did not see that. I think I I did see the, uh, the photo. I didn't see it in person, but I saw the photo up at 7th and Grand. Some folks that pulled out their their uh, their barca loungers and, and sofas <laughs> so they could have a nice little comfortable spot as they waited for the parade. Uh, there are uh, folks wandering around with food carts, uh, cooking up hot dogs and 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 other treats. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, people bring their their chairs. And we've done this before, so everyone becomes more of an expert every year. <laughs> yeah, so they know what to bring. They uh, people are bringing their carts. You know, the, the little wagons, you know, you can put the kids in it. You can put the dog in it. You can put your cooler in it. And uh, people know what they're doing. 
pretty sedate, though. I mean, so far, I mean, you're you're hearing some you're hearing some cheering and things like that going on behind you, but the crowd's not out of control at ten minutes after ten. Oh, not at all. Excellent. Everyone is smiles. Everyone is nice. There's there's a lot of people here, so you have to become friendly with a lot of people very quickly, especially if you're trying to move through the crowd. And everyone just has to have their patience and and be friendly and nice. And I'm sorry, pardon me. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> everybody's all of a sudden canadian sorry oh i'm sorry oh sorry sorry, sorry, sorry. now <laughs> have have you made any purchases from the street vendors yet dan weinbaum i have not i've been looking for the t-shirt guys to see where they are because i'm thinking maybe this year i might add to the, the the street level entrepreneurial spirit we'll see good man all right well uh, real quick before we let you go um i know you were able to call us obviously but we've been talking a lot the last couple of days about in all seriousness lack of cell service potentially did you have any trouble any trouble with the signal any running into any issues so far not at all i just looked okay. at my phone before i called and i said "Ooh, i have full bars look at that okay so, excellent so cool. far it's not so bad where i am here Good deal. Well, cool. we'll check in with you in a little while, Dan Weinbaum. Thank you for setting the scene for us, and have a wonderful time at the parade, sir. Well, thank you much. Go Chiefs. <laughs> Thanks, Go Chiefs. Dan. Appreciate you getting in. Uh, no Taylor Swift at the parade. She is on her way to Australia for the show on Friday night. Uh, that will probably help crowds a little bit, although, again, it's going to be 60 degrees today. So I, if you were planning to go, my guess is you were still um, planning to go. But I did hear... Um, I think it was the city manager that I heard say, uh, Brian Platt, that the city, the mayor sort of nudged, hinted to Taylor Swift's people. Perhaps her attendance there might cause a bit more action than we were looking for. Really? So they yeah. uh, they politely requested maybe that she perhaps stay away. Hinted a little bit subtly that it would create quite the chaos uh at the event i mean with with all that we're hearing already about even in the new house uh, behind the the guard gates and all of that stuff that somebody still banged on uh on their window on yeah. travis's on travis kelsey's yep. uh, new house and it's like come on what are you doing yeah uh so if you are down there uh and you happen to be listening to us or if you're on your way or you just <clears throat> want to let us know the kinds of things that you're seeing out and about today. Feel free to let us know. Uh, 913-586-7798. We'll check in with Dan again. We'll have more parade coverage coming up after 11 o'clock. Okay. So yesterday, I'm listening to the news conference, 2.30, here on KMBZ with the Royals. And I said multiple times yesterday, of course the Royals are going to build in plenty of parking. <laughs> of course they will. They're not going to build a new stadium and ignore um, the need for extra parking. I've said that multiple times. Um, it turns out that is not the plan. And I'm, I'm, my tide's turning. Did your jaw just drop when they That's said, I, we're not gonna add any parking, we got plenty of parking, it's, it's no problem. I double checked on their website to make sure that was true, yeah. it is, that it is true. And that's why I asked you in our thread, did I really just hear them say no additional parking? Oh, yeah, they did. And here's the thing. Now, it, it's not that doesn't necessarily mean there will not be additional parking added. It just means that the Royals aren't going to do it. 
Right. So whether some of those surface lots, like we were talking about yesterday, decide, you know what, maybe we'll ask the city, can we build up from here? Can we put a garage on this site where there's already just one of those barren surface lots? And maybe that kind of thing will happen. I mean, it would have been nice to hear them say that. You know, we're going to depend on the private sector. We're going to depend on the people who own that ground to add additional parking. But they didn't. They just said, nah, we're fine. So we will talk more about that. If you have feelings based on what you heard yesterday, uh, 913-586-7798. We'll get you an extra traffic report. Be back here in a few minutes on KMBZ. Welcome in here. Parade getting underway at 11 o'clock. We'll keep you updated as we go through the day today and have more coverage of that coming up. All right, 16th and McGee. We learned the details yesterday out of the news conference. You heard it here on KMBZ. We can go through a lot of the details of this. John, what I think is amusing about the parking part of this now is that the second I acknowledge that perhaps more parking is needed, now everybody's telling me, oh, we don't need no parking. You're, that's just your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that is just your opinion, but it's an informed opinion. I mean, sure. I, I'm just so so we'll go into some of that. Um, some of you are if you missed it yesterday, what they said was there are currently um, Turbin Sports Complex has 26,000, 2600 or 26. Yeah, it's got to be 2600 spaces currently downtown. I wrote 40K. There can't be 40,000 spaces downtown. Well, I, it wouldn't surprise me, but uh, you're, okay. you, I mean, that it might be right then. That figure, though, is going to be. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, if we're talking about day games during the week, those, you know, those 40,000 or so parking spaces that are there are filled up with people who have to park to go to work. Okay, so I was right. Yeah. So Truman Sports Complex has 26,000 spaces. Currently downtown, they said there are 40,000 parking spaces within a 10 minute walk of the new stadium location. And they do not, um, I'm looking for the exact quote on the, from their website, but they said they do not plan on building more parking associated with this stadium. That's gonna be it. And we'll go to your calls here in a second. But what some of you were pointing out on the text line is, today is an example, today is proof that you don't need more parking, that you have three quarters of a million, a million people downtown, and they are figuring it out. Yeah, and that's true to a degree, but how far are those people willing to walk? And you're also talking about a parade route that's an extremely long route through town where a stadium is one place. It's one four block area that's going to be four square block area that's going to be taken up by that where everybody's going to want to go. So it's a much more concentrated event at a baseball game than it is at a parade. 913-586-7798. We'll go to the phones here. Uh, Diane's been hanging on in Leavenworth. Hi, Diane. Hi, guys. I, I don't want to get anybody's pictures in a bunch, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, we all love the American baseball game, but I don't understand how the Chiefs can renovate their stadium, and there are three-time Super Bowl winners, and the Royals want to move and displace a bunch of good and long-term uh People down down at the crossroads. I, I don't I don't understand it, and let alone the parking. I, they want to make more money. That's that's really yeah. the beginning, middle, and end of it. Is they want to make more money, and they feel like they can do that in a new building. Right. Well, you got to be able to win some more than, don't you? You got to do what? You 
got to win more games to get people more interested, don't you? Well, they just re-signed Bobby Witt Jr. to the biggest <laughs> yeah. contract in Royals history, so right. I suspect they're going to oh, win more well, games. Yeah, well, I don't listen to half the stuff I hear on TV anyways, you know? Okay. So, <laughs> All right, know. Diane. Thanks a lot for the call. I mean, they, you know, that, that's... I, I don't, I mean, I've heard that before. I don't understand why they can't just renovate Kaufman. They don't want to. It's more expensive for them to do that, and they would make less money in the long run than than they feel like they would if they do this. That's the beginning, middle, and end of the why question. They addressed it yesterday yeah. and, and, and flat out said it is not even able to be renovated, that structurally it is in such bad shape you can't fix it. You just can't. And that's, I mean, that, that's something that we hear frequently when teams are, you know, looking to rebuild sure. and looking for a new place to go. But unless you've been there, unless you've been down into the infrastructure of the stadium, you don't know. I don't know. I've never seen it up close. Mm-mm. So yeah, we're, we're left to kind of take their word for it. The, the fact that that one's falling apart where Arrowhead isn't. They're two very different buildings. I realize they went up at the same time or close to the same time, mm-hmm. but they're two very different buildings. And so, I, yeah, I, I, couldn't speak to that directly, but when it comes to the long-term future of the team, I mean, they addressed that in the press conference yesterday too, and they said, look, not only are we going to be able to make more money in a new stadium, we're going to be able to invest that money back into the team and make the team better. That They were making the case that the new building will actually assist the Royals in becoming a much more competitive team over time. Let me go through a couple of facts here because some of you are texting in things that are inaccurate. Uh, so the new stadium will seat 34,000. The current stadium seats 37,000. Uh, it should be ready for opening day, April 2028. Uh, total cost for the village will be $2 billion. The stadium itself costs $1 billion, and there will be $1 billion in private investment. Keep in mind that $0.38 sales tax extension would cover a lot of that. Um, And I learned if the tax does not pass, because I'm starting to have doubts, a similar stadium sales tax can't can't go before voters for another year. So there would be time then before they could figure all that out. Um, I counted uh, 19 businesses this morning that showed up on a map that are included in the footprint of the new stadium Mm -hmm. that would have to go. I saw 20 property owners or who they have to negotiate with. Yeah, and I think the, the the real complicating factor is that one of those, I don't know if you want to call it a business, but there's a church involved in this too Yeah, that's going to have to move. That's never an easy thing to do, and they've already made noises about the fact that they don't want to move. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to necessarily be able to stay there, and that may very well be a negotiating tactic too. If you tell the, if you tell the team, yeah, I want to move, how much are you going to pay me? Then it's a little harder to get the best deal out of them. Uh, if if you kind of stamp your feet about it a little bit, maybe they feel they can get some more money out of them. 913-586-7798. Uh, we can go to Dave in Odessa. Hello, Dave. Yeah, hello. Uh, the thing about it is, it would, you know, you wouldn't even have to renovate Kauffman Stadium. There is plenty of land and plenty of space at the Truman Sports Complex that they could annex where they could have they could build an entirely new stadium and their village out there if they want to do it. Yeah, but they don't, they don't want to be there. Well, why don't they want to be there? Because they figure they can make more money downtown. You think so? That's what they said. That's what they said. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what they figured. Well, you know, it's a matter of build it, they build it and they will come. Look at the legends. It was nothing. And now it's a destination. 
Right. You also you know, you all... sports complex can be a destination just like that. Okay. Then why isn't it? Because they actually never built it in the first place. Because they never tried. That's why. But why haven't they tried? I don't know. That's but that's question. the thing. If, if it was going to work, wouldn't they have done it already? If, well, if they figured that they could make more money at Truman by building the, by renovating the stadium or building a new stadium and putting the ballpark village there, why wouldn't they do it? Uh, well, to be honest with you, probably because they're stupid. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, right. <laughs> I mean, they tore down Bannister Mall thinking they were going to, you know. And there he went. Okay, Dave, they're stupid. Sure. Uh, they own the team. I'm going to need a minute. Um, <laughs> it's it's their team. They can do whatever they want with it. And I, I mean, I find it incredibly difficult to believe that if they thought there was more money sitting there waiting for them at the Truman Sports Complex, that they wouldn't build it there. Of course you would. Yeah. It, it, keep in mind, this is all about money. At the end of the day, it's all about money. It's a business. Of course it is. Um, I think Dave Helling yesterday was absolutely right when he said it's the negotiating with Cordish, which owns Power and Light, that didn't want to compete with a separate entertainment district over yeah. in the East Village. And you're going to have this really cool green space now over 670. Yeah, and I think that that's, in terms of the parking, we talked about that yesterday, about the about 670 being a boundary that people don't tend to cross. You know, if you're going to go to a show at T-Mobile Center, you park near there on, on the north side of 670. And I think that having that pedestrian mall may be what they're counting on to expand the parking base a little bit. All right, 913-586-7798. For those of you going off on me on the text line, feel free to call. Let's talk about it on the air. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Talking about the announcement yesterday and the details that came out about the new stadium, the crown of downtown, as they're calling it, uh, that's going to go just south of 670 um, between uh, right around Locust and 16th and 17th Street there. Uh, it is a six-block area that they're going to take up for the new stadium. The pictures look cool. I mean, when you look at the renderings of what they're going to put up, yeah, 
it looks amazing. They do. And and we were talking a little bit before the break uh, about the you know building that deck over 670 and then closing that whole thing, which would of course take out the possibility of foul balls going, you know, crashing down onto cars, but it is oriented that way. So yeah, I wonder how much of a difference that's going to make into how how well they're able to draw from either side of the downtown loop. I want to say one quick thing about the tax vote and then we'll go to the phones here. Um Yes, somebody just pointed out that Jackson County taxpayers have been pretty burned by this property tax situation and don't trust Jackson County government right now or anybody associated with it. And I get it. And that doesn't time well with asking them to extend a tax. No, you're right. And two totally separate issues, but you're right. I mean, if you feel like the taxing authority can't be trusted, you're going to, I mean, do you have a gut on on where the vote's going to go? I have to be honest. I would have told you before yesterday, I thought it was going to pass. Yep. Um, Not by a ton, but it's an extension. And as long as you can make that clear to people, it's a tax you're already paying we're just extending it longer. I would have said it's going to pass. After yesterday, I don't. I, I I don't think that's as likely. I think the margin is a lot slimmer. I, yeah. I, I don't think they did themselves any favors yesterday. But we'll wait and see. I mean, there's there's certainly plenty to be optimistic about, and we'll go to Nick and Shawnee and see what he's thinking about all of this. Hi, Nick. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing well. What do you think? Great. Oh yeah, I'm just I'm just a you know a little I'm a positive guy, so I, I'm just being a little more positive about it. And um, you know, I mean, I think it'd be great to have. I mean, the, the stadium downtown. I uh, and I want to take my daughter there, but it's going to be in probably about four years. Um, so uh, she'll she'll probably be around twelve or thirteen. So I don't know what's going to be happening around four or five years from now, but. I've just been hearing, <laughs> excuse me, I've just been hearing a lot of um, just com- complaints about the parking or stuff like that. And I think once we get good again as a baseball team, I truly believe that the Royals will be good uh, uh, once again. Just like today, I I truly believe that everyone will figure out how to park and where to park and get get to the stadium and and all of that yes it's going to be somewhat of a hassle just like with this morning with the parade and i know parade's different than a royals game but um i'm just a little more positive on it and you know i mean i i don't live in jackson county i'm a kansas but i'm but but i'm still a royals fan and you know i and my question is if this is a no what happens like what's the worst case scenario on us losing the team like going to another city how many times are we going to have to say no to where he just picks up and goes, okay, well, I've tried everything I, I could to keep the team in Kansas city and everyone doesn't want us. So that's just my big question. You got it, Nick. Thanks a lot for the call. And John, I don't know how you feel about that. So again, what they would, they wouldn't be able to put it uh, up for a vote again for 12 months in that time. It could go to the Kansas side at that point. I mean, if I'm Governor Kelly, I'm making a phone call on April 3rd. Sure. And and trying to lure them to the Kansas side. You could have private, you know, more private money go in. And so the three eight cents sales, sales tax has nothing to do with it. A lot of things could happen. I think that, yeah, what you just said is a much more likely scenario than the team packing up and leaving town. And, yeah, and now that, that doesn't mean it can't happen, but 
there are a couple of pressures that you have to understand about Major League Baseball before you get into, you know, talk about teams moving like that. And the first thing is they don't like it. The league office does not want teams to move. So, I mean, they have allowed it, and they, and they, but, but you know, when was the last time? I mean, when was the last time that a Major League Baseball team moved from one city to another? I don't remember. I need to look it up. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. And even, I mean, they stepped in when, uh, boy, back in the mid-90s when Tampa was trying to lure the San Francisco Giants there before they got the Devil Rays. So, in in the league, I mean, they had a deal done. They had paperwork signed, and the league stepped in and said, no, this is not going to happen. We're not leaving San Francisco. So, uh, now with a smaller market team like the Royals, it would be a little bit more likely. But I I still think that that uh, status quo is what Major League Baseball wants. And so my worry would be that if it doesn't happen downtown, that like you said, I I think it would be far more likely to see them cross the border into Kansas, but still be in the metro than it would to see them move from one city to another. It's just a lot more complicated. A couple of you were bringing up somebody uh, the said A's, right. yeah, the, the A's are going to Vegas. Yeah, the A's moved to Vegas. And and even that, uh, they're already in that market. Major League Baseball is already uh is already in the San Francisco market with the Giants. And uh and the, you know the A's have not been all that profitable in a long time simply because they have that kind of competition. Um so yeah, it's uh, I mean it, it has happened. But they don't enjoy it. Uh, and, you know, the, what they saw with the Vegas move was they saw a team move it out of a market that they're already involved in into a market that they're not in that's a much more lucrative market. How many big cities are there that still are out there looking for a baseball team? That's my question that we need to look up a little bit that can support a baseball team. Yeah, because you can look at Nashville and you can look at Memphis and you can look at, um, you know, the, the same cities that we always talk about competing with. Yeah. But how many more people are there in Nashville than there are here? I mean, we're talking about, uh, boy, I'd have to look up market size again. But uh, when I left Nashville, it was market 40. Hold on, I'll look. Um, it, boy, it's grown in size. It has. Nashville has. Yeah. Um, uh, Nashville population. City is 700,000. What's metro? Which is bigger. But the metro area, is, see, yeah, the Nashville city limits are a lot bigger. Metro population is 2 million. Okay. So, again, comparable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be the ideal. And Nashville is becoming way more popular with everything. Yes. And, and it's an entertainment town. So right. th- that would be one you would have to worry about. But I still think that, you know, Major League Baseball, I think th- th- at the league offices, they would rather expand into a town like Nashville. Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll keep going. Uh, Sue is going to make uh, a point we haven't talked about yet out of Olathe. Hey, Sue. Hello. Um, you know, I'm a longtime Royals fan. I do live in Olathe, but that doesn't stop me from traveling to go see my beloved Royals. Um, One of the things that I haven't heard be addressed is I don't know if they've taken into consideration those of us of an older generation that are handicapped. And if they're saying, well, you know, you can park and walk 10 10 you know, 10 minutes, there are a lot of us older people who still love to go to the Royals game. Uh, there's no way in hell that we could walk 10 minutes to, from a parking spot to the stadium. And probably once you're in the stadium, you're still going to have to do some more walking. Um, I, I just wonder 
who has uh, thought about that, or maybe they don't want us older people who have some money still coming to the Royals game. Sue, can I ask you a couple quick questions? Do you have a handicap parking yes. sticker? Yes, I do. My guess is there will be handicap parking close to the stadium. I mean, law law <laughs> would mandate that. So you would have handicap parking close to the stadium. They probably they didn't explicitly say that, but there would have to be handicap parking for you. The other thing I would ask is if you go to a Royals game now, I I haven't counted how many minutes it takes me to walk from my parking space to the front of Royals, but when I went to an um uh a Chiefs game recently, it was probably a 10-minute walk from where I parked to get into the game. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I have a husband who who would have to be wheelchaired, and then I'm the one pushing him, okay? And, um, yeah, it, it's a little bit more of an effort on the caregiver's part to get somewhere. And this is a new situation in our life that we're having to deal with and so being a new handicapped person in the last couple of years um, I can really appreciate handicap parking um, but I also can think about some of the places even just going to like my local grocery store if I can't get a handicapped spot you know I'm walking yeah, your other option would be Uber and be dropped off right at the front door. Yeah, well, uh, I guess we're old school and Uber doesn't even um, <laughs> factor in to, to our lifestyle. Okay. But it was just it was well, just a thought. Yeah, you got it, Sue. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's coming up a lot on the text line is, you know, I've got this problem or I've got that problem and walking 10 minutes is hard for me. And my question is, how do you get to the game now? Right. That's... Um, that's that was my point too. Yeah, How, what are you doing now? Yeah, it, it's. I mean, <laughs> if if you park, and it, I mean, as you said, handicap parking has got to be a part of this. The ADA is in fact the law of the land, so they're going to have to figure that out and put it close enough so that you can get into the game if indeed you have, uh, you know, a verified handicap. But for the rest of us, we're already walking ten minutes. We're just walking it across a parking lot instead of walking through downtown streets. Right. It's the fact that they explicitly said yesterday. And this was maybe a mistake. There are 40,000 parking spaces within a 10-minute walk. Right. And it's just a matter of how, you know, how many of those are going to be taken up. I don't think night games will be a problem at all, but I think day games may be an issue. And it's just going to be part of that adjustment period. Let's go to Cody and Shawnee up next and see what's going on there. Hey, Cody. Hey, how's it going? Good. See, so uh, I, first off, I feel bad for Jackson County uh, taxpayers just due to the fact of this. If you look at season ticket holders of the Royals and the Chiefs, a majority of those season ticket holders reside in Johnson County. Now, if you think of thousands, tens of thousands of people going to these games, and you know for a fact that the Chiefs and the Royals know their percentage of their fans. Sure. And you're laying everything on Jackson County residents to say, hey, you got to flip this or, you know, the taxes go up for this, taxes go up for that. And then you look at season ticket holders residing or coming from Johnson County. Uh, it does. It seems that J 
Jackson County is the one having to do most of the brunt, taking you know most of the heat and all that. And 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 in comparison of this, I have a friend of mine who sits in the who works in the front office of the Minnesota Vikings. When their new stadium went up in Minneapolis, they had to look at where are our season ticket holders and where is this stadium going to go into, right? So it went into Hennepin County. They went to Hennepin County and said, your uh, Hennepin County residents, your taxes are going to go up due to this new stadium being built. They fought back and said, majority of your season ticket holders reside from south of the river, which is like Dakota County, you know, south of Minneapolis. And so they had to work a deal out with other counties to say, hey, since this stadium's going up and majority of your res- or, you know, our season ticket holders reside from here and reside from there, we need to come to an agreement. We need, you know, in essence, they reached out and said, we need some help. Now, I don't see the Chiefs or I don't see the Royals asking for such help knowing the fact that their season ticket holders, majority of them reside from Johnson County. So I think there's going to be a little bit of rift here. It's because they know that nobody has talked about. I I know what you're saying, Cody, and and I appreciate the call, but it's because they know they won't get it. You're not only, you're not only dealing with county lines, you're dealing with a state line and there's no way that that kind of deal is going to be cut. All right. We need to get to a break here. Uh, We'll uh, see what's going on with traffic. Be back here in just a few minutes on KMBZ. Getting set for the start of the, Chiefs victory parade. Uh, We'll hear from Dan again coming up after 11 o'clock. Wrapping up our conversation for the moment, at least, about the announcement yesterday about the Kansas City Royals moving to the crossroads. Looks like uh, we'll get Steven Sedalia for a last word on this one. Hey, Steve. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. Good. First time caller, long time listener. Welcome. Hey, uh, need to talk to people in like the St. Louis area, Boston, Chicago, where they have stadiums downtown already and what a cluster it is on not only uh, day games but even night games because they start shutting streets off at three or four in the afternoon uh it is a mess down there with parking so they're gonna have to go up and from the map i saw the Parking garages that go up are going to mess with all the green space down there. When was the last time you were at a game at Bush Stadium? Several years ago. Okay, yeah. I, uh, have you been since the new stadium went up? Yes. yes. I, I've, I've had no problems with parking down there. And, and, no. we, and we used to work in a building that was adjacent to the stadium. Right. And But look at all the parking garages they have there. Well, I know, but you said it was a mess. It isn't. It Well... What I mean by a mess is when I've taken uh, students down there to visit the zoo, we're from this area, so I always swing by the arch and always swing by the stadium. On game days, they've got the streets closed off. Um, they make them one the way. Afternoon. They make them one way into the stadium, yeah, but that's for an hour before the games and an hour after. It's yeah. a, a, and everybody knows. It, I mean, the traffic down there's no oh, problem. Yeah. It, there's a big learning curve involved. Yeah. You are correct. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, Steve, thanks. Uh, thanks for the shout out. I just, yeah, I didn't want to leave that there and think, I mean, even Camden Yards in Baltimore for uh, day games there. No, they've, they've been doing this for years. They know what they're doing. Um, yeah, they didn't address that. I mean, keep in mind, you're going to have that big green space where you're going to be able to walk over 670 from some of those. I, I don't know that we're going to need to close streets to get from those parking garages over to the stadium and just to yeah again just to clarify they don't close them they they change right. they change all of the streets from you know one way on one street one way on the next street to everything goes in before the games and everything goes out they never close them 
Absolutely. All right. Uh, we will switch gears. The parade about to get underway downtown. Uh, we'll see what's going on with that coming up next here on KMBZ. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.